self-serving persuasive talkers of everything and nothing we are conversation con artists what's going on people it's your boy mr on point and i am calamity red and we are conversation con artists back for another wonderful episode you can find me on twitter and instagram at mr m-i-s-t-e-r underscore on point and on tiktok at eddie b talking and eddie b eating and i can be found on instagram at red underscore calamity also we are still doing the listener letter portion of the show which is basically the whole show um so if you have a reddit letter question comment that you would like for us to respond to you can send it to our gmail account which is conversation call artists at gmail.com or you can send it to the aforementioned um social media and Colin has hit us with a couple of hits. And am I the asshole in a question that he found in a parenting group he's in? So let's get started. Am I the asshole for telling my ex-husband that his wife's feelings are not mine or our kids' problem? Immediately, that sounds like prob- probably, but we'll see. Because the way you even titled this sounds Yeah, terrible. I mean, it is, it, but the wife, ex-wife can... You know, the husband, how he can can be carrying this on can be making everybody irritated. Okay, we'll see. My ex-husband and I share three children. Our oldest is 15, middle is 14, and youngest is 13. We had them very close together, and then our marriage crashed and burned. We were young, unsuited to be together, and we both came from very restrictive households, which pushed us together out of a sense of clawing for freedom. I dated some after our marriage and ended and realized I like being single. He remarried a little over a year after our divorce. His wife is Annie. Annie and I have a complicated dynamic. She adores my kids, but was very jealous in these early days of our marriage to my ex because I had primary custody and he had every other weekend due to the nature of his job. I did not feel like Annie taking time while he wasn't around was a good compromise to him obtaining 50-50 and a judge agreed, stating that since dad would not see the kids during that time, it made sense to keep them with mom. Two of my three kids were not super affectionate in general, but were with me and more than once she made comments about rubbing it in her face or using my kids to hurt her because the kids would not be the same with her. For three or so years, we had a very tense dynamic and my ex was useless. I told him he should be doing better as my co-parent, but he told me his wife was more of the co-parent now. He eventually left the old job and 50-50 began happening. Once 50-50 happened, we had some more issues, mostly because she started calling herself their mom, and I hated that. My kids have only ever called her Annie, and I know that they used to say she wasn't their mom, but I admit I was jealous. I also believe that's when she wanted to have ha- what she wanted to have happen. I did get it under control because my kids came first, but it was always annoying when she had already gone out of her way to introduce herself to someone as their mom, and then there was confusion because they called me mom. Things sort of calmed over the last three years. We're not close. We're not all one big family, but my kids are safe and looked after, and that's what matters to me. I also had them in therapy from a very young age, so that helped them a lot. Annie recently learned that she will not be able to have a biological child of her own. She and my ex were trying for years, and she suffered three miscarriages in that time. I'm not sure of all the details, but I knew though this do know this was a blow. They found out the final results of testing last week. My ex told me that he wants the kids to spend more time with them and to be with them for Christmas. I get this year, poor our CEO. He admitted the kids did not want to be there, but wanted me to agree anyway because Annie's feelings and helping her. I told him no. He told me again about Annie's feelings, and I told him her feelings were not mine or our kids' problem. He called me a string of names and told me Annie's feelings do matter to them because she is their parent, she is their family, and they should have more compassion and empathy for her. Am I the asshole? Okay. All right. I take it back. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes when people are experiencing something, they have this expectation that everybody's going to experience it in the same way, and that is not, not the case, right? You and your wife, having miscarriages and finding out that y'all are not going to have be able to have a biological child together is not going to impact your teenage child. These aren't even little kids because she said, I guess when she was saying they were 15, 14, 13, they're that age at this time or they were that age when they got divorced. Either way, they what? are teenagers at this yeah. point. They, they're not going to care about it like that. You say young, get to say what age. So maybe they're 15, 14, 13 now at the time that she, she's writing this, which m- will make them all teenagers. They're not going to care about that. 
And they're going to be very upset to be made to have Christmas at a place they don't want to be at because Annie said, like, that's not, and you can't, I hate when people put stuff on kids. That is not for your kids to fix for her. I'm really sad that that happened to her and that's it's terrible. But you cannot expect your kids to give up their Christmas to come over there to, to make her happy. <laughs> that's not their job. It's just going to breed resentment in them. And do you really want a bunch of mopey-ass teenagers in your house that, that you make and be there against their wishes? No. That's not going to go the way you think it's going to go. <laughs> At all. Like, y'all do, like, again, heart goes out to you. I can't imagine. Never had a miscarriage. Never been a part of that. But I can imagine how devastating that must be. You don't, you don't get to say other people have to respond to it in the way that you're responding. It's just you can't do that. That's not how that works. That's not how any of this works. I'm sorry. You also can't use your children as a replacement for the idea of children that their stepmother has in her head. And you can't leverage that to make your wife and or your kids feel bad enough to just be complacent being in that space uh, especially how I think how you have the conversation makes a difference too right first off the the order that determines custody we're gonna follow that period mm-hmm. right if anything outside of that's gonna happen you gonna you know you got to be the way you got to ask that and the amount of time that you need for somebody to make those decisions, you got to take that stuff into consideration, man. Like, just like off the cuff asking, well, I want them for Christmas. You know, when I'm assuming this letter was written close to Christmas time, when the court order don't show that, I mean, nah. And the kid, he knows the kids don't want to be there. Like, she said that uh, she doesn't want it, and the kids have stated that they don't want to do it. So they don't have to because it ain't court ordered for them to do it. They're telling you they don't want to, and you still want to push it. And again, it ain't going to go like you think it is. Because mopey teenagers are not going to make her feel better. If anything, it probably make her feel worse because she's going to feel rejected by them. Because they're not going to rally around her and give her hugs and kisses. It's not going to be there. And that's not their fucking job. That's not their job. Y'all are going to have to find a way to process this that does not include them. Because it doesn't include them. Family or not, if my cousin had a miscarriage, that doesn't include me. I can be there for her if I choose to do so, but that it, I'm not a part of that just because we're family. That's not my trauma. I'm not a part of it. You can't just drag people into that shit under the guise of their family. They should be, no, no, no. Mm-mm. You and Annie gonna have to the husband and Annie are gonna have to figure out a way to process this and 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 come to terms with it together. Because you're right, the teenage kids are never you know the process of having a biological child and raising that child from infancy to adulthood. She's not going to have that because these kids didn't even come into her life when they were infants. So that's still gonna be something that's missing that you cannot replace with your kids. So I take it back. Take wife is not an asshole. Like she's valid. <laughs> and another piece is um oh, I forgot what I was gonna <laughs> I forgot what part I was focusing on for that. Hold on. Let me go back to it. Oh, I got it. Then I lost it again. I must Just be. De- I must be deficient in some nutrients and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just a little short, anecdotal, little damn story. But I was gonna say that. Uh, so I was gonna speak to the jealousy piece um, of when you have these kind of things. Yeah, there's gonna be some jealousy, but. I've always had a problem with like parents inserting their position as a parent onto the family. So her introducing herself as mom to people. 
yeah. without the permission of the kids. Like, I think the kids have to give a parent permission to do that and to be that. I don't yeah. think that a parent can choose that on their own. I don't think they should. I mean, I don't always call my, my stepdaddies and stepmoms by their first name and shit. It's just, that's what it is. If I got like, with somebody with a kid, I, it would be weirder for their kid to call me mom, especially if their mother is still living and still active. I don't even want that. Why? Call me Jen. <laughs> okay. You call me Jen, call me Miss Jennifer. You got, we'll come up with something. But like, I would be uncomfortable with them even. Call, I wouldn't, if that's what they wanted to do and we were like, getting married and I was going to like be there like forever I guess I could get used to it like I wouldn't but I wouldn't like that shit so it's always boggled my mind when people are like I want them to call me mom or dad like why it's one of those regardless it's a role that you gotta earn and that your children gotta decide that one day I'm gonna call because we see videos all the time of the kids the videos that get me isn't a you know I talked about a series of videos that I be watching to try to make sure my tear ducts still work. One of them is uh, uh, America's Got Talent Gold Buzzer videos. Another one is videos when people who have pets reunite with them from like the military and shit. I know, right? And a new one, a new one is uh, when kids are asking a stepfather to be they 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 father to adopt them. Oh yeah. That's another one too. That shit, goddamn, get me too. Uh, but that adult had to earn that. You think the stepdaddies that's out here being an asshole getting them motherfucking letters for Christmas? Absolutely. No. And you think they being called daddy? No. I'm, not, I'm calling your motherfucking ass Thomas. And you gonna goddamn accept that shit because you acting like a goddamn Thomas, nigga. You ain't acting like a daddy. You ain't acting like a father. You ain't acting like none of that shit. You know, so... I called my Annette was my stepmama name. She <laughs> passed away. Um, and to be honest, she the only stepmama I've acknowledged. Um, after that, my daddy just got married to somebody my age, so not calling her stepmama, not even acknowledging her as a as a, as a stepmama. Then my, my mama is my age. It's weird. Who? My uncle's wife. Mm, it's it's odd. Then um, Alfred. Was my mama's first. She oh, married a real yes. she yeah she married a real young dude when she was like thirty five. He was like twenty four, something like that. How many and, years ago is this? Because Alfred is an old name. <laughs> I mean, it was when I was in elementary. I was in the okay. fourth grade. Yeah, because ain't no like, more Alfreds. His <laughs> youngest sister was in my class because he had a sister with like a a a, a thirteen year age gap. It was crazy. It was weird. And then Greg, Greg was the the nigga that terror <laughs> terrorized us not greatly, but it, we were there so we could remember it. Like none of it, there was no piece of my mind that ever wanted to call none of them daddy. Like it wasn't even a consideration. Like I feel like if either one of them asked to call them daddy, I would be ready to put hands on them. <laughs> and they just want like again, you got to earn that position. And parents yeah. don't be looking at that shit like that. And but I I. I experienced this more with foster parents than anything because foster parents feel like just on the energy of saving them air quotes. But you're not even on permanent because you're, you're fostering, which does not mean that you're going to have this kid the entire time. Like there's different, even a permanent. Well, there's different levels of fostering. You got, you know, foster care where yes, always going to be temporary placement. Then you got foster homes that transition to adoptions. If they find a, the right child so i do think that they get into that too early because the kids they was trying to make do that they end up going to another family because that's that, they were stripping fucking do it that's what i'm saying like you're any foster fit until it crosses over into adoption or you've decided that that's going to be the case because why would you develop a close or attempt to develop a bond with this child and have them calling you by a parental identifier for you to just give them up later. You know how traumatic that shit is? I don't think no foster family should be expecting parental identifiers at all, long-term or not, because it ain't guaranteed. Even in the scenario that it does come to fruition and it could be, uh, it still need to be earned, and they they feel like they've earned it on the strength that I saved you from an environment that was toxic or problematic or detrimental. Like, they do it on the energy of that. And that's not sufficient. 
Um, so at the end of the day, my biggest takeaway from this is children get to choose what role you play in their life if you're not their birth family. And when they grow up, if you are their birth family, they get to choose what role you play in their life. So don't be a bitch. <laughs> don't be a bitch. That needs to be our new tagline. <laughs> don't be don't, a bitch. Don't be a bitch. If your kid's gonna put boundaries on your ass and you ain't gonna see them on the holidays. Yep. <laughs> that's my father <laughs> that's what it is that's just what it is y'all i mean i didn't write the book i didn't write the rules you know i just understand them so she she i don't think she's an asshole um in any capacity i think the husband is the asshole um but her not being an asshole don't mean you know that she should never ever give a fuck about this you know maybe I think that some compromise could have came in there. Like when the daddy was asking, hey, can they come over here for Christmas? This this happened to us. They should come over here for Christmas because she's sad about not being able to have children. You know, it could have been, look, we can, you know, there's some time y'all can spend in the new year. Like this Christmas, this last minute, we already got plans. If y'all want to do something different in the new year, you can plan something. But don't don't try to co-op my time with the kids for this moment knowing that the kids don't even want to be there bro like that's the part though like even if she did that other part about new year's if the kids don't want to be there i think it's fucked up to force them to go to help her out even i mean like that's a conversation he needs to have a talk with his children but that but the thing is in the event that the children never want to go over there that ain't how uh, uh, custody orders work like they got to go over there anyway at a certain point they go when they are supposed to go. But as far as like extra time, that needs to be discussed with the kids. Because like if you're gonna infringe upon the time they're supposed to spend with their mother court ordered wise, I feel like that, especially at their age, that needs to be a decision that's left up to them. If it's gonna go beyond what the measures of the court order is. That's what I'm saying. Like I know they have, you know, usually 50 50 is one week on, one week off. If you're wanting them to spend time on the week that they're supposed to be with their mother with you, the the kids need to be okay with that. You, the parents don't need to be deciding that. And then again, you still don't have the same situation where you got mopey ass kids that don't want to be over here that you didn't made to go over there outside of the court order. I think that the kids need to be the ones to make that decision. But even if they don't go over there outside of the court order, inside of the court order, it's still going to be a situation of trying to overcompensate for that fact of what's going on with them too personally mm-hmm. that they're going to put on the children because they're trying to put it on the mama. So they're going to put it on the children. Oh, yeah. And they hey, don't. children, everybody come in and give them group hugs. Every time we come in the home, group hugs now. Yeah, everybody hug Annie. Yeah, Annie. Like, they're going to do something that's going to make that shit way more uncomfortable. And Annie probably going to eat the shit up. But the kids is going to be like, Daddy, this is fucking weird, bro. Yep. <laughs> Leave us out of this dumb shit. Yep. And not saying that like the circumstance upon which she experienced is, you know, it's what it is. It's a part of the world we have. And I, I hate that women go through that experience. You got to handle it delicately. This ain't the way to handle it. No, it is not. Yeah. Thanks for that. A-I-T-A, Colin. And now... Sorry, my computer doing all kind of crazy stuff. He gave us another question. Okay. It says, bite-sized letter. From a black father's group I'm in. My wife caught my 14-year-old daughter looking at porn and whooped her. Was that appropriate action? No. Absolutely not. What? Whooped her for what? For watching porn. For looking at a BBC on screen. <laughs> Here's the thing. As a, and this is, again, you know, I don't know if people don't, like, have the foresight or, like, parenting is some of the most awkward, uncomfortable shit you're going to ever choose to do. Okay? A 14-year-old girl is going to be interested in sex. And the easiest way to get access to that is going to be porn. Whooping her sends what message? Like, I'm not saying you shouldn't have been upset. I'm not saying I don't understand how it's like, what the fuck? But, like, 
that immediate reaction is the wrong response. Okay, I think we talked before about like like trying to enforce like celibacy and that that don't work. Okay, it doesn't work because what happens is people you just shame people into doing bullshit. Like, is it the um? I just talked about <laughs> my coworker. She just discovered this. Discovered uh, what? I think it's like is it the more is it the Mormons that do that um what is it called dipping? Oh, soaking. Soaking. When you have responses like this to when your kids are like exploring their sexuality, it leads to bullshit like soaking. Okay. I know we talked I think we talked about it on the show before about what soaking is. Okay. I think it's is it Mormons? Is it Mormons that are doing this? Yeah. So they, uh, Mormons, BYU, I think. Okay. That's a Mormon Mormons group. are taught, you know, sex is supposed to be for procreation and within a marriage. Okay. And they're really strict about this, like even you know some of them are so strict to where you have to have a chaperone if you're going on dates with a person until like to make sure no funny business happens okay all that does is repress people and they just find loopholes so like some mormon uh young adults (laughs) at byu will not have sex by their definition what they'll do is like they'll guy and a girl will lay down he'll like insert his, his penis and then somebody comes and jumps up there he's not thrusting so they're not, so they're not having sex and somebody will shake the bed to stimulate both people so that they're technically not breaking the rules and not having sex and as stupid as that sounds and as many of you that are listening to this are probably laughing this is what i'm talking about about like trying to suppress somebody's sexuality it leads to stupid shit like (laughs) right if i call a 14 year old watching porn it's uncomfortable and i am going to be like a wow whooping them is not going to even be something like we need to have a fucking conversation at this point because either a especially if i know i haven't been talking to them about sex at all and like i discovered this this a problem but it isn't a problem in that i need to whoop this child it's a problem in that i need we need to talk (laughs) like you know whooping her again what's the what message are you sending to her in doing that did you talk about the uh did you talk about the jumping on the bed part of soaking yeah yeah that you have to have somebody that that moves the bed jumps on the bed so that there's stimulation without him thrusting and this is also how you can have a, a a woman that's a virgin at 24-year-old but been sucking meat since she was 15 <laughs> in the back of cars. Like an endless yeah. supply of being a... Or, or women who have had anal sex. I was just going to say. But yeah. not, you know, not yeah. vaginal penetration. And it's like, it's like the rules... The rules... When the thing that you're making rules about is so natural, people are going to find loopholes. You know, yeah. again... Stupid Catholic priests can't have sex with women. Yeah, but what? What? Who? It don't say they can't have sex with. <laughs> well, technically, there's still not gay sex is mentioned. They're not supposed to do that either, which is yeah. why it's such a secret. But yeah, like it's not. A, but but it, in the Bible it say that, but it don't say that in the rules of being a Catholic priest. So. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like. The assumption of those rules that they made was that you as a grown man are going to attempt to have sex with a woman. We ain't even considering that you would have sex with a man or a boy. So the rules of you being a priest is you got to give up something for the long ride, right? You got to give up sex with women for the long ride. They should have said you should have given up penetrating your meat into things. (laughs) You know? (laughs) They should have said, like, they should have been a lot more... (laughs) Should've been a lot more inclusive of the act. They still would have found way. Like that's what I say. It doesn't. It doesn't make sense. And so all you've done now is shut down a line of communication that will be very important for you to have with your fourteen-year-old daughter. This will not be the end of it. She's just gonna get. Now she's gonna feel like she got to sneak around and do shit. That's it. Like <laughs> that's all you accomplished in doing that. But if you think that whipping her is going to make it to where she isn't hormonal. And she's not feeling these things, and she's not gonna like be curious. Then you're crazy as fuck. You're you're insane. That was not the appropriate response. And again, I get it. Okay, 
I have had uncomfortable ass conversations with other people's children about sex through being a therapist because they don't want to talk to their parent. Or part of the issue is that they're like watching a bunch of porn or like the parents upset because they're masturbating and it's uncomfortable. It is not my favorite conversation to have by far, but my job as a therapist and your job as a fucking parent is to make sure that these kids have the things that they need to develop into productive people. Suppressing that part all again, all you're going to do is lead to people doing silly shit like soaking. Because y'all got them so afraid of doing this thing that's natural because like, you know, eternal fire and damnation that they literally came up with the stupidest fucking possible. And it makes them feel better because they're not breaking the rules that you set forth for them. It's fucking stupid. That's not the response. That's not the response. And I think that if you're like, you don't have to be okay with your child watching porn. Um, but the way that you handle it has to be with the intention of not shaming their uh, them about sex. Yeah. Uh, and that's our problem in society. We have a society that is ashamed about the idea of intimacy, the concept of intimacy. Um, we don't have a, a great understanding of our bodies uh women uh only 30 percent of women have orgasms with their partners right so a lot of that is because because women were so ashamed of of playing with their bodies early and or late i don't even mean early uh at, at no point like women have been so shamed about sex like they had put their fingers on themselves to see how to please themselves. I mean, as men, we always have seen sex as a notch on the damn belt type shit. We we been masturbating for the longest with no shame. I, I feel like if she had caught her son, she would not have whooped him and she would have went to his dad and been like, you need to talk to your son. Like, I don't think it would have been the same way. I, I don't think that she would have responded and whooped her 14-year-old son for watching porn. I think she might have yelled at him, but then she would have went and told you need to talk to your son. He's watching porn. That's what would have happened. But you whoop your daughter. And but this it was the is, same goddamn thing. And this is where the idea that this moment is an opportunity for you to understand that your daughter or your son has become sexual. And that they are having these feelings. And they are watching something. Also, it's it's time to have a question. Because is your child sexually active and they watching this in the meantime? Um, is this the first time your child watched it and you just so happen to walk in on them at this very first time? Um, is your child questioning their sexuality and they trying to see how they feel about watching a certain type? What this does is it takes away the opportunity for your child to feel like they can have a conversation with you about it. And now you don't know. Yep. And you're never going to know. Cause yeah, that cause sticks. She's not going to ever talk to you. Why are you talking to me? <laughs> Yeah, because now where you could help control the narrative about sex for your child and and help them understand what you want, they sucking dick in the back of a pickup truck in the woods now because you didn't goddamn take it seriously enough and you whooped your child and you done shamed her. And now she going to friends for advice about meat when that ain't what you should be wanting as a parent. No, because they're idiots too. You really want your kid taking advice from a 14-year-old? They're stupid. We know this. You That's know, why you're responsible for them for so long. My homeboy... to stupid people. <laughs> my homeboy legitimately thought that if you just drink a cap full of Clorox, then you can't get a girl pregnant. <laughs> Who? Who told him that? I'm like... This yeah, he's yeah, poison control. Like you drinking bleach. He's gonna be in the hospital. That why? <laughs> <laughs> you, you right, but not for the reasons you think you right. <laughs> you wrong, brother. Don't drink no fucking Clorox. Okay, this is stupid for so many reasons. Digestion don't work that way. <laughs> One, like nothing you drink goes to your penis directly, but you think you're going to drink this, this bleach and it's going to go down and do something into in your penis that's going to keep you from being able to get a girl pregnant. Them fruits and vegetables 
No, maybe he think it goes straight to the semen production factory and it just be like semen. All of y'all die and just do a little wave and then all the semen just die. And so now you can just shoot the club up. I feel like if that happened, you still like they have a child. They just be fucked up. Your child is uh is problematic now. But that's what I'm saying. Like teenagers are fucking stupid. Like they will believe things that make no earthly sense. Okay, especially if it's going to be something that's going to allow them to do this thing that they want to do. So you do not want that to be where they are getting their information from. Okay, because their friends are doing shit like soaking. (laughs) Don't let them talk to them. You don't want that. I still can't believe they fucking. Who came up with that the first time? Who was the first soaker? Who were the first three? And it takes three people. So you got to get somebody that both you and the girl are very comfortable with to have them in the room and bouncing on them. I know who did it. <laughs> the people who already not lost their virginity naturally. They said, how can we trick everybody else into losing their virginity too, but make it seem like it's not losing their virginity? <laughs> <laughs> it's like they reduced sex down to just the thrust. <laughs> like the actual intentional thrust. Like inserting the penis ain't sex. No. Uh, not thrusting ain't sex and it's also not sex if somebody jumping on the bed but you not doing your own thrust <laughs> are they directed the person like are they like no jump jump a little bit over <laughs> like what I can't it's too much uh, it's I can't it's it's too much but this is what this was what happened when you shame people they just gonna find another way and so what it means is that you need to have open conversations with your kids. And then the thing about it is kids need to know that porn is not real. Because you also do not want them to be thinking that porn is the way that, that it shit works. Because it isn't. Porn's not real. Porn is like them action movies that you watch. Porn is like the Marvel videos. You like. It's that. It is set up and not the way that the real shit works. <laughs> Is the uh is the record button on on your side? Yeah. Okay. The record button at the top is gone, even though the thing say stop recording. So I wanted to make sure. It says Eddie is recording a call. Okay. okay. Um, um. But yeah, just have conversation. I, again, it you signing up to be a parent means you signing up to have these uncomfortable ass conversations. You don't get to just bow out and beat your kids. It's not going to get you the results you think it is, okay? It's uncomfortable. You're not going to want to do it. When you're a kid, I mean, you're just going to have to, though. Just like you got to do all the other shit you do for your children. This one of them uncomfortable fucking things. It's not fun being a parent. That's why a lot of people are bowing out of that shit right now. (laughs) It fucking sucks. It's a terrible job. But you signed on to do it when you had this kid. And whooping her for watching porn is not the way to go. Absolutely not. That was not the correct way to deal with that. For sure. It's the same mama at some point that gonna be asking when you're gonna give me some grandkids. Yep. And the reason that she struggled with the idea of giving you grandkids is because you the reason that she has an unhealthy relationship with her body and with sex. You know? And hopefully you're willing to step up and take accountability for that shit. But you're a parent. So 40-60. These parents today be fucking tripping, bro. They don't want to just accept. They be like, I wasn't perfect. Okay, let's talk about some of those imperfections. You saying I'm a bad parent? (laughs) Ain't nobody saying you're a bad parent. I'm just saying you've acknowledged that there there have been some shortcomings. And I just want to talk about those shortcomings because I feel like if we're on the page about same page about those shortcomings, then that's where I need my healing and the acknowledgement. Oh, if you're just going to say I'm a fucking bad parent, then... Why don't you just not come back around here, huh? Why don't you? I'm like, oh my god. Same kind of parents. Yeah. That'll whoop your ass for, for watching porn. And then you know, what is the history of the their relationship? You know what I'm saying? Is this a loving parent that don't whoop her child often, but felt like she needed a whooper in this moment? Or this is a whooping ass parent that whooped their kid for every damn thing because spell the rod spoiled a child on your ass. You know what I'm saying? I think that there's some other stuff that goes into into how to assess this situation. But at the end of the day, 
definitely should not have whoop your child for for uh for watching porn. I mean, I would my kids if I came in there and found them watching white on white porn. I'm just playing. I don't believe in whooping kids anyway. Um, but uh, have you seen the Astronomy Club? Mm-mm. It's a skit show, all black skit show. Mm-mm. There was a there was a skit where uh, it was a son, and the parents came in there angry at him because they had found him watching white porn. And they pulled out their box of porn that they had, and they said, son, if you want some black porn, all you got to do is ask. And they just went down a whole bunch of names of random actual black movies that will transition into porn. <laughs> ah, Astronomy Club was funny to me, but apparently it wasn't popular enough to get another season. But, yeah. And what if the mama had her own, like, porn trauma or, I don't know. It's a lot of reasons that a parent could be really, really uncomfortable with it or even angry. I mean, but I like, like most parents going to be uncomfortable, even if you don't have your own trauma. It's uncomfortable to talk to a, a teenager, especially one that's your child, about sex. Like, you just don't want to do it. It's weird. <laughs> I'm going to walk in there and be like, is that Mr. Marcus? You going old school. <laughs> Go old school. Cut that shit off. <laughs> well, it's time for us to have a conversation. Now, <laughs> Son or daughter, I've watched a number of porn in my day. As a matter of fact, there's a reason that my computer password protected. They won't let you know. However, I don't want you to nurture an unhealthy relationship with sex. So we got to talk about it now. All right. What you know about sex? Oh, there's going to be a hard conversation for the end, boy, because I'm going to be in it. <laughs> but it be, it's going to have to become one of them things where it's like, Dad, no, don't suck. Don't, oh, Dad, I'll cover your ears and shit. No, it's become a psychoeducation course now. If yo listen, this is the price you pay for not being slick and smooth, goddammit. If you would have been slick, never would have caught you. I raised the kid that can't get away with watching porn. I was never caught watching porn in my childhood. So you finna learn this motherfucking lesson, and you either finna stop watching porn or you finna be a motherfucking smooth criminal. It ain't no way out of this shit. All right? Period. But the Pope said that uh, at some point said that porn is not a problem because it shows too much. It's a problem because it shows too little. And it's because they extract the intimacy and the affection and the connection between man and woman and the decency and human nature and all of that stuff out of porn. Because if you witness the wrong porn the first time, you'll think that you're supposed to uppercut a woman into the bed and hop on top of her. You know what I'm saying? If, If you're in the wrong place. Um, so, and a lot of kids are impressionable. And That's why, again, it's important. It's, it's not real. Like this, it, again, it's just like any other cinematic thing that you watch is made for a purpose. It is not made to necessarily emulate the human experience as it pertains to sex. This is not that. You have to tell them that shit, though, because if this is all they know. You're not talking to them. All they've seen is this point that they're going to think that that's what it is and what it's supposed to be like. And you don't want that. Because there's some disgusting porn. <laughs> there's some weird ass shit too, like furrying. There's a lot of things that your kid can watch and get into. <laughs> and, and you won't know until they you know, asking you to buy them mascot costumes for Christmas presents. And 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 y'all read she just listed the least least problematic of the problematic porn. And it's a lot of problematic porn that I'm certain that she don't know about. Probably. Yeah. Furry is weird though. Like that's a weird it... <laughs> And while I I do love making you uncomfortable with sex related talking dialogue, I would not bridge the gap of how uncomfortable some of that other shit make motherfuckers because it's some shit I don't want to know about and I wanna do that to another motherfucking living soul. <laughs> Period. Poo. But yeah. Be, don't whip your kids for not comfortable. First of all, don't whip your kids. Don't whoop your kids. If you can't get across what you're going to... I don't think Red agree with this. I think she's going to whoop her kids' ass. But I am. If <laughs> Don't whoop your kids. If you can't get the shit you need to get across with words, find better fucking words. I spank my dog. He's a fucking dog. His pain tolerance is high. When you hit your dog, all you're doing is scaring him more than you are hurting him. Yeah. That's why he do right. He'd be like, huh? 
Because dogs got a fucking high pain tolerance. They do. I've watched him, like, have shit happen to him that he just, like, whatever. <laughs> yeah, like, they, they okay. pain, pain tolerance is high. I don't think that you're going to physically, like, unless you're putting bruises on your dog, burning them and doing stuff like that. I don't do that I, to the <laughs> Say what? I don't bruise my child up either. I'm saying, what I'm saying is, unlike a human, when you hit a dog, the amount of pain that you exert, I don't think it hurt them more than it scared them. But with humans, you're going to hurt them and scare them. Because, I mean, hitting them, if you're not, whoopings when it's done appropriately, it's supposed to startle your children into realizing that they're doing wrong. And that's what it's supposed to do. It's supposed to be that little, that small fear factor of being afraid of the consequence if you're going to use it, right? You're not trying to make them afraid of the pain. Or you. That's not the intention. Or you. That's not the intention. You know, and the the difference in how hard you hit to, like, startle them from the consequence so they don't do it again versus how they respond to you and how they respond to the pain, That that's overdoing it. I don't think that I don't think it's effective, number one, in general, but also I don't think that the the amount to do it that's appropriate would be enough for people who feel like they should whoop their kids. I, do, I just don't. But one, don't whoop your kids. Two, if you're going to whoop your kids, if you do whoop your kids, there's some things that you need to not whoop them for. Um, watching porn of, is one of them. Yeah. Another, another genre of things you shouldn't whoop your kids for are things that you need them to be open about you with. Um, and so sometimes they're going to do something that that they need a consequence for, but you also need to weigh between, okay, you don't get a consequence this time, but I need you to be open and honest with me, right? And if you're open and honest with me in these specific things that I need you to be open and honest with me about, then you won't have to worry about the uh, the, the physical consequence um, even though there will be a consequence that comes. The, the parents just got to figure that shit out. Otherwise, your ch- children are going to be going to try to find answers from people who don't give a fuck about your kids. Period, Pooh. Okay. Now we have a Instagram story from Miss Cinnamon. So let's play this. That was a video. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was a news story. Um, that doesn't sound like a news story. So you go to handcuff me and take me to jail. I got you. What did I miss? Just the police laughing about arresting this oh. 82 year old woman for not being able to pay her $77 trash bill. Okay, that was set the story up. <laughs> the video without context. Is just like... I thought it was news. I didn't realize it was a soundbite. So basically, that was an audio. So the way that the news story been reported on in some outlets was cop laughs about. Uh, arresting an 82-year-old woman for a $77 trash bill, um, which made him sound like a dick, but also, I mean, him laughing do make him sound like a dick. But also... He's laughing because it's ridiculous. That doesn't mean that he, as an officer, gets to say, I'm not going to, like, do this warrant. He's still doing his job. Yeah, he he laughs because the shit the is stupid. He has to execute the warrant. I mean, it's not like he could not pick and choose when to do that shit. So, like, I don't think it makes him sound like an asshole. I think it makes him sound like a reasonable person. He laughing because even he know the shit is fucking stupid. Because what? I didn't even know you could put a warrant out on somebody for owing you a bill. That doesn't even sound like it would be legal to do. It shouldn't be. That would be, that's a debtor's prison, which is not legal in, um. So how is this trash company able to do this? Because I think debtor's prison is based on the government taking those actions. Um, But for any debt that you have and systems that have uh, tried to collect it, you can get legal consequences for that. It's usually garnishing wage. It's not arresting somebody. It's not putting them in. That's for government loans and stuff. 
Like I haven't heard of nobody. This is the first time I've heard of this happening to somebody over a bill. Being arrested and having a warrant, I didn't even know that was a thing for anybody. Companies, state, federal, I've never heard of this. Because it would be so many people. It wouldn't be nobody on the street. If companies just start arresting, putting out warrants for people for being passed due on a bill, nobody would be out here on the street. <laughs> Everybody be in jail. <laughs> I didn't and know this, that was a thing. And this <laughs> is the issue when you make a uh, city a necessary facility in a city. Um, if you rent it, if you allow a private company to rent it, when they don't get their money, they do stuff like this. But oh, they for seventy-seven dollars. Going down the, I mean, you know, it's one of them motherfucking proving a message to people. But here's the thing that's really fucked up, and I know this from, so there was a different trash company when I first moved into this house, and then we got noticed that it was changing. You don't get to pick your trash company where I live. So the city of Clay, where I live, got a contract with waste management which is the name of the company i'm with now for like the next three years and so if you live within the city limits you have to use waste management and i've tried to go to other places because waste management sucks and you can't so you don't have a choice but to be with whatever the the city has contracted whatever company the city contracted with which is i, I think is bullshit it's bullshit because the company can fuck up and ain't nothing. They're not gonna lose any customers because what you gonna do with your trash? And I mean, you don't you don't have a choice. Like you have to have trash pickup. So yeah. I think that's just really fucked up. So she and, couldn't even even if she felt like their trash pickup was unreasonable, or whatever. She's stuck with just keeping it. And now y'all finna arrest her for seventy seven dollars. That's crazy. Yeah. America sucks. This is why America sucks so bad for so many different reasons, not just this, but like there's so many like system in place like this that suck. And the people who think America is still this great country that live here are just delusional. It's great for some people. But a lot of the people who think it's great that's got flags, where it's not great for them. They're just delusional. I mean, it's I it's great and people are being grateful. But like people who living in trailers <laughs> and like struggle, it's not great for them. But they still I mean, think it's great. It's great in comparison to being in a third world country. There are other options. I'm just saying, there's always going to be a. There's, there's always going to be a way to say this is better. Your mic has gone out. I can't hear you. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Yeah, when you when you were talking a minute ago, it been it was doing this. I think my um I think my cable for my microphone is bad. So um, it's going out. I can't remember what I said, but um, this is a problematic system that we have, but it's always going to be people who determine that one thing is better than the other thing, and the powers that be want to keep it that way. As long as you keep saying, oh, no, this is the greatest country ever, while you got to goddamn sit next to your radiator to get heat in somewhere. That's, I mean, that's your own delusion. These rolling, the, the, the temperatures have been low everywhere in the country. All of these rolling power outages and shit. America's, whatever. You know um, what happened in Texas, goddamn, either last year or two years ago? Like, it's what? because Texas grids was trash, and they should have been upgraded them hoes, and they never did. And they didn't upgrade them, and now all of America, while it's 10 degrees around the goddamn country, I think everybody doing this shit to save money. They don't have to, like, there's places where you don't have to roll the goddamn grid. And if you do have to do a rolling, turn that shit off. Because I woke on Friday and Saturday, I woke up at 730 with my fucking power out for three hours. And it was cold as fuck in here. 
Because it don't take long for the house to get cold when the heat is not running in in low temperatures like that. Yeah, it like, don't take very long. Why the fuck y'all ain't upgrading that system before I got to deal with that shit? I couldn't warm my food up in the morning. I had to go to goddamn Cracker Barrel. Thought it was going to be as good as it was last time. False. Man, shit. I had some good-ass leftovers that I was like, leftovers in the morning, leftovers in the morning. Woke up in the microwave one evening. But, uh, America shit, you know, whatever. I just, I'm over it. <laughs> I'm over it. I really am. This shit keep going. It go out and go come right back on. And I think it's when I tap my cable. So I, I backed out from it. And then the last few times I have tapped it by accident. Okay. Oh. Say what? I said, okay. Sorry, guys, for the little weird cutouts and things. That's my shit. Sorry. It's fucking up. I have to get a new cable. But anyway, um... I don't know how long we've been recording because my record thing ain't up showing how long the actual recording been going, but I'm I'm assuming it's close to it is close to an hour, so we can do one of yours and and call well, it. Up. We don't have to do a Reddit. I want to. I went to church. I want to talk about. Oh, are you are you saved now? No. Did you get baptized? Uh, no. <laughs> did you, did, when you got baptized, did the red in your hair come out into the pool? <laughs> did that change? Did that fuck up the baptismal? You know what? It really would do that, my, because it's a rinse. If I were, if they dip me in the water, there'd be red everywhere. I kind of want to do that just to freak people out. Um, <laughs> so Christmas, we're recording on Monday. Christmas is on a Sunday. My family decided to go to my mom, like the family little church in Talladega. Um, and I had, I don't think I've been to church all, all year. I really don't. Um, I think this is the first time this year. I continue to struggle to understand Christian beliefs and and the description of God. Okay. The pastor's sermon was like, better, better is on the way, better is here, right? Because Jesus was born is basically the premise, right? But like Christian is okay. The way that I look at the way Christians describe describe God and why it doesn't make sense to me, it's like if I came to you and started choking you, right, and your eyes start rolling back in your head and like you're near death, and then I release the grip and allow you to live, it would be like you and me continuously doing that randomly. <laughs> okay, you don't know when I'm gonna do. This. I, I don't I think so. I think what? your analogy is missing something. What is it missing? I think for it to make sense, you wouldn't have to be the one doing the choking. I think you would have to have paid somebody to go do the choking. Oh, because of Satan. Yeah, I think yeah. you would have because you got you got to have somebody to push it off on so that you look like the savior, and yeah. you have to come in and uppercut <laughs> that person and be like, "Get your ass out of here!" And they run out afraid, and the person be like, "Oh my god, you're so amazing and benevolent! How did you know they were here? How did you have the strength to save me? You must be all knowing, all powerful, omnipotent, and know everything in the universe." Jesus, you're amazing. That's that will be the scenario. <laughs> Because you again, if they know it's you, it's a problem. Even but though the Bible say we do know that God be doing some bullshit. I was just gonna say we do know it's him sometimes. It, it has been him, and I don't know why people don't believe it can't be him now. The Bible is filled with God like fucking people up because he was upset or because he got jealous or whatever the case. He flooded the whole world because he was mad because people weren't doing what he wanted them to do. And so I don't even know how you can always say it's the devil. How do you know? Y'all's, like the book that you go by has instances of God doing things himself and then saving you from the thing he did. Or like playing mind games with people. He was going to have Abraham kill his son. They was like, I was just messing with you. I just want to see if he was going to do it. <laughs> like, just random things that like, it, if from a human if, did this nobody would accept it but because of god is like he was just testing me but why 
Why was he doing that? If we're what he created, does that not also, I mean, in his creation of us, are we not worthy through that? You got to prove your worthiness and your loyalty by like doing all of these things. It just doesn't make sense. And so that I was sitting there thinking about that. And then also people were amen the pastor for like the most random shit that don't even record. Like say that pastor, it could be, it could really, like he literally said something that just was like mundane, like, you know, and it's cold outside. That's right. <laughs> Amen. Like he, it don't matter what he say. You gonna have people that are like, yes, pastor, yes. It, he didn't say anything. <laughs> what? I don't. I don't. I don't understand it. And I grew up in it. And I know, you know, I probably sound like the biggest heathen ever. But I, I was raised in in church. And this is why. But I've always had these questions that nobody could answer for me. And that this has never made sense. It's just that as an adult, I can choose to express that this shit don't make sense and I could choose to not engage in it. As a child, I was forced to go to church. And even though church never made sense to me, even though the description of God never made sense to me, I couldn't question that because I'd get in trouble for that. And also nobody ever had an answer for it anyway. <laughs> so I just stopped and just kept doing what I was told to do. But now it's like, it just doesn't, I don't, I don't understand it. I don't, I don't get it. If God was a human, we would have given him a personality disorder a long time ago and wrote him off. <laughs> right? Like the behaviors that we attribute to him. And Satan, boy, y'all just put, Satan is out here just, you know. <laughs> and what, what doesn't make sense about that relationship, if Satan hates God, if Satan, you know, wanted to be God and he got kicked out of heaven for that and him and God had beef, to me, it would not make sense for Satan to continue to create situations that give God praise, right? It don't make sense that Satan would come in and choke you knowing that God was going to come in and save you and take the credit for it. If he really hated him, I'm not going to help you look like you benevolent to these people. I'm not going to do anything. I'm, not, I'm out of it. They in cahoots. <laughs> they good cop, bad cop. They both work for the same system. One of them just treat you crazy and the other one give you this false sense of security right before they give you cancel. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then and then he tell you, this is for your own good. This is going to teach you a lesson. You're going to learn a valuable thing about life. Yada, yada, blah, blah, blah. You know, at least the devil come out and say, listen, I'm going to have sex with you whether you want me to or not. You might as well join in on the fun. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Not like that's good. None of it is good, but I know. it just it doesn't sitting in church as an adult and listening to what is being said and trying to wrap my brain around it and not and I think the only way it works is if you just blindly accept it. If you never question it, then I think it works. And I'm not saying that I don't see the purpose of faith. Faith gives you know something for people to believe in, and so I get it from that perspective. But the only way that that works is if you just just don't question it. You can't question it because if you start questioning it, the whole thing falls apart. It doesn't make it. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make any sense. I don't get it. And so I'm just sitting there, like this is. I don't. Why am I here? <laughs> you didn't get nothing out of the experience. No, I didn't. It was just. Again, I got more questions <laughs> because all the things he was describing that like basically these things happen and God saves you from them. It's like, why do you have to go through those things anyway? Because life, the world, the only way that I could see God as the what the perspective of God that makes sense is that like. Calvinism, which is another Christian religion that, I mean, they are some kooky shit, but the way that they see God is that God basically set the set existence like an, uh, like a watch, a watch. You know, when you first buy a watch, it ain't moving. Mm -hmm. But when you turn the dial, it moves forever. Mm -hmm. That's kind of like how they perceive God's role. And once he turned that shit, he backed off. He ain't doing nothing. And it's just rolling. 
He don't reach down here and give people blessings. He don't reach down here and give people sins. He just created all the rules that exist in the universe, started this shit, and then he stepped back. Now, I can understand if that was the case, because then it's like God could be looking at it and saying, damn, that shit fucked up. He's like, I mean, I made these rules, but I didn't know a goddamn meteor from the fucking earth. Heavens could fall down on that motherfucker and kill all these creatures. If he was hands off, that would make sense. But the description that, that we're given is that he's not. He has his hands in everything. But so all these all these religious, all these Christians can't be right. All these Christians can't be right. Like some of these Christians are just misinterpreting this shit. God is down there saying all them three thousand different religions that's saying that shit wrong, bro. It's 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 wild, <laughs> and you know, a uh, five hundred of them is they not gonna get into heaven with how wrong they is. The other ones, I guess, it depends on how the people develop in life. But they out that shit wrong. That ain't how that ain't how I am. Can't believe they spreading this shit about me. Ain't no slave masters up here. <laughs> that's another thing. It's like. The description of I think I said this before. The description of heaven did not sound like anything I want a part of. I don't I don't want to sit in church all day for eternity. And I don't know how that's a reward for like all the shit that I put up with here on earth. My reward for dealing with this bullshit is to go to heaven and praise God all day forever. How is that a reward? You mean I gotta just sit in church? It's not a reward. It's just better than the lake of fire. That's his own kind of torture. One is like a physical torture. One is psychological. <laughs> so I guess it depends on what you feel like is worse. That would be psychological torture. Sitting in church for eternity? No. <laughs> what? No. I don't Forever. Forever, ever, forever, ever. I yeah. just, this just it let me know that I don't need to be going to church. Like I just don't need to be there because I'm just analyzing everything the whole time I'm there. I'm not. It doesn't. It doesn't reach me. And I've heard so many Christmas sermons. It's the same. This comes about every. It's the same basic sermon every time. It's, I I heard it. I know. Jesus was born, and and the world became a much better place because of his existence and his death. I and I know. We talked about this last year and the year before. And the year before, and the year before, I don't know, man. It's faith is such a weird thing to me. By the description given to me, again, you might be right. God may be none of these things, and everybody might have the shit wrong. That would make the most sense to me if that were the case. But if He is the way that it's been described, He is got a personality disorder. He's yeah. narcissistic. And a little bit, a little bit sadistic. At least. <laughs> like, borderline. Like, there's a, he's a lot of things <laughs> that are not good. If, if, I don't know. It just don't make no sense to me. And I probably need to stay away from people's churches. <laughs> you should. <laughs> is, is the, the message that I got from being there was that I don't need to be there. Yeah. So, <clears throat> but yeah, I did not go to church yesterday and uh, quite happy. Yeah. About that. But, he kept yeah. it short. I mean, I, well, I had car trouble, so I was late getting there. And then, um, so I literally was only there for the sermon. <laughs> so by the time I got, and I did legitimately have car trouble so I, I got there i wasn't that late though I, I think he just did a very shortened version because he knew people were gonna want to like be at home with their kids opening presents and shit not not there so like he did make it short he kept it short and sweet um or at least that's good we weren't there all day it was a short sermon so there's that i guess i don't know faith that's and religion is a it's weird. I respect other people. That's what you believe. Cool. For me, it doesn't make sense. It just doesn't make sense. And as the days go by and the world keeps turning and the state of humanity continues, the less it makes sense. The less it makes sense as time goes on. I agree. 
because Earth is trash. Earth is so ghetto at this point. It's terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. I really hope that reincarnation is not a thing because I don't want to come back to this motherfucker. I don't do this again. I'm tired of it now. Okay, if I could bow out now, I would. I'm trying to learn. I'm trying to learn from people who understand <laughs> something about reincarnation. Like he is booing. <laughs> what? <laughs> what your eyes? Oh, sleepy. <laughs> One of them narcolepsy spells. My um, my eyes just water and run down my face. It's just like it ain't even worth wiping my face. When this happened, I just let the tears run. Look at myself in the mirror and be like, "This is what it looks like to cry." <laughs> it looks like you're crying. I know it do. Um, yeah. What was I gonna say? Uh, was it about church? Maybe it's about Earth being ghetto and bowing out. Oh, I want to learn from some people who know anything about reincarnation, because I want to know if we can be reincarnated in the other galaxies. Like, what would stop us here? Because I would, I mean, if I could be reincarnated, like if reincarnation exists across all perceived possible life, because let's say that there is a unifying system, then it's possible for us to be reincarnated on another planet with some other life. I would be willing to try that out, but I would not want to have to come back to Earth in any form. I don't want to be any animals on Earth. I don't want to be any of the humans nowhere on this planet. <laughs> I want out. I don't want to come back here. Or what if I we don't. could be reincarnated into people that are from the past? Like, what if we could be reincarnated into a different dimension or some shit? Into Definitely a dimension where we can access the future and the past. No. I've always, I, I would want to still come back black. And black for me would not be a pleasant thing to, to go back as, as a past black person. So that would only work if you came back as somebody white. You come back as somebody black? That's not a good existence no matter where in the world being traded all over the fucking place so I, no. I mean you think you come I mean you better come back white I don't want to come back white I mean I know you don't I don't want to be a white person ever at all me either on that. no thank you I wouldn't want to come back to earth I just don't I'm tired I, I've, I've seen what there is to see what does that mean immediately no immediately no I've seen what I need to see and I'm cool on Earth. I don't want to. I'm no thank you. <laughs> no thanks. Other galaxies, let's try it out. You know, maybe it's better, maybe it's worse. But like, I, I know what this bullshit is. Okay, the unknown, I, I will be willing to take a chance on. But this bullshit, I'm over. I'm done. I am. I'm done. Right. I feel you, player. Thank you. Well, but yeah, I just wanted to, I, you know, again, I'm sure I come across as like a heathen to any uh, religious people. I don't even know if anybody religious would even be listening to this that was like truly super religious. I highly doubt they listen to us. But in case you are, I'm not saying you shouldn't believe what you believe. These are the reasons why I don't believe what you believe. But I understand why you want to believe it. Yeah, I have no problem with it. But for me. I can't. Gotcha. Well, you got anything else on your mind? No, that was it. All right. Well, until we kind of next conversation. We out. Holla. Ooh.